celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe this is animal radio and here are your hosts hal abrams and judy francis oh yeah new year's fireworks be careful with the animals you know they don't like those fireworks yes they're not fond of sparklers either I like to make sure they're inside, if, especially if you have a dog that's outside in the yard on uh, both July 4th and New Year's. You want to keep them inside. It's going to be a cold one, too. Yes. Most of the country. Yes. You want them inside anyway. Have you made your New Year's resolutions? I, of course, don't bother anymore. How about you, Bobby? I just make... I watch other people, and I sort of time them on how soon they break them. Ah, you, you sit aside and sort of laugh Take at Take side thing. bets, you know. <laughs> just... <laughs> Are you, Judy? Any ideas? By the way, I've been meaning to ask you, DNA yes. results yet on your dog? Still Not wait- yet. I'm still waiting. They're really backed up this time of year. I guess there's a lot of people out there with those little mixed breeds. A lot of to- people this time of year yeah, want to know who's know. the daddy. Gone yeah. with the CSI guys. We'd have had it back in an hour. Yeah. Don't you watch that show? Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, answering your dog behavior questions coming up. Dr. Debbie, with your medical questions. Joy Turner, animal communicator extraordinaire, communicating with your pet, bridging that gap for you. It's all at one 405 8405 Hi, Cindy. How are you doing? Hi, just fine. How, how are you guys? Very good. Where are you? Great. I am in Pennsylvania right now. Pennsylvania. Are you a driver? Yes, I am. Well, you are on with the great Dr. Debbie. <laughs> Thank you. I have a question. We have two cats that travel in the truck with us for the, their whole life. They're both 15 years old. Okay. The one who's always been very vocal, but recently he will just start screaming for no reason at all. Um, okay. Now, they are scheduled for their annual checkup, but I'm interested to find out what you have to say, your opinion. Why all of a sudden he would, I mean, he'll just wake up and just start hollering, or he'll be sitting on the dash, watching the traffic, whatever. He'll jump off the, uh, the dash and just start screaming. And, you know, as soon as you talk to him and maybe pick him up and whatever, he stops. Okay. He's just been doing this the last couple months. Okay. And, and you mentioned at one time that he was doing it after he was sleeping. He woke up and started doing this behavior? Yes, yeah. Okay. Um, a couple times he'll wake up and, and just... Well, you know, there's there's definitely a couple things that really come to mind here, Cindy, when I'm thinking of an older kitty that starts vocalizing kind of inappropriately. And the first things that I would have on your agenda to have checked out are going to be some things like uh, checking our blood pressure. Because older cats commonly can have high blood pressure. And that can actually cause them to be over vocal and even inappropriately so. Um, another big problem that we can see with older kitties is a thyroid problem uh, where their thyroid gland produces too much of the thyroid hormone. That too causes some anxiety type behaviors, but it also can cause them to do this vocalizing type thing. Okay, okay. Yeah. I have read about uh, overactive thyroid in cats, but I had not read about the vocalizing part of it. I'd get some basic tests done. And there's even a couple other scenarios that I'd want to mention as well for you because sometimes they get passed up a little bit. We don't think that cats can have these kind of problems. Um, one of them being arthritis. And older cats, um, you know, they don't have the same kind of ways of showing their aches and pains to us as a dog might where they're slow getting up and down. But cats can sometimes um, have problems where they're vocalizing. So that can be a kind of a vague sign of pain. Um, not just from the joints, but from somewhere else. And then the other thing I'd want to mention... I've, I've poked around, and I don't... 
he doesn't seem to respond to any pokey, you know. Um, Good. And that's, <laughs> Good. And, and that's and that's what concerned me. And even less understood, but it is seen in cats, is basically the equivalent of kitty senility. And at that age group, we can see older cats have some behavioral problems. And they're really, truly driven by a problem within the brain, which is just close to kind of like human Alzheimer's. So that, too, is kind of diagnosed if we kind of rule out all these other possibilities and make sure we're not dealing with something more tangible that we can kind of touch or treat with medication. But cognitive dysfunction or the senility problem, there is a medicine which um, I've used for some older cats, and it can help them if we're dealing with that. So, Cindy, I got a lot of possibilities here. And, uh, that's good. That's good because those are some subjects that I can bring up. Well, very good. Well, I hope that helps you out. Nobody likes when our pets get older. If you have a question, this is Dr. Debbie. Give me a call, 1-866-405-8405. It's Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. Joey Turner on the way. Animal communicator extraordinaire. If you want to talk to her, give us a holler now. We'll get you on the line with her. I see the Chihuahua's finally uh, finally asleep. Yes, don't say her name because she'll wake up. <laughs> now we got to be quiet. <laughs> Well, you know, the deal is we're still... just kill me. We're waiting for the DNA test still. Yes, this I is know. It's a, a, a... I'm thinking a deer head a chihuahua with a min pinch, but I'll tell you, now I'm thinking Weiner Rhymer. Weiner Rhymer, <laughs> because this dog is whining like nobody's business recently. You need to get a hold of that because it's embarrassing, Judy. Oh. Uh, I, yeah, I'm trying. It's... Uh, <laughs> as animal Judy, radio... bad mom. Bad yes. mom. <laughs> can't have a whining animal. She doesn't bark. <laughs> People look to us for... Uh, for all the answers. Yeah, well, yes, the, I would blame you. And it's the experts that always have the worst dogs. She, I think she's a little mommy bonded, if you know what I mean, Bobby. She's, uh, well, how old is she now? She's uh, almost five months. Five months, and she always... She's still a baby. Yeah, and she's always orbiting Judy. <laughs> always, in one sense or another, running mm-hmm. around her legs or uh, wherever she goes. And if she leaves, uh, you hear... <laughs> so it's separation anxiety. It, it yes. is separation anxiety, and we're actually dealing with the problems that everybody deals with here at Animal Radio. And we'll let you know. Poor how sweet it. baby. <laughs> um, tell her that it makes her feel better. You know who we should ask is Matilde DeCagney, the trainer from Marley Me. She'll be on with us. There you go. In a few minutes, of course, she trained uh, these Labradors. Twenty-two. Oh, it uh, seems like she has more expertise in training dogs to be bad. Yes. Well, maybe she can help <laughs> us with this. Which is pretty funny. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> i got to ask her about uh, whether once they train them to be bad, if they can ever train them to be good again, or they're always going to go around with this bad behavior. Well, we'll find That's out. That's going to be a problem. Knows. Yeah. What do you got coming up in the news, Bobby? Well, we have authorities who actually have a suspect in a string of very strange burglaries in a London neighborhood. I'll give you all the details coming up in the news. Dr. Debbie's here to answer your questions. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, to answer your dog behavior questions. Now, I didn't realize you actually do stretches before you come on the air. This Is is this normal? It's not normal, but come on. I was driving five hours. Okay, long drive, drive for you. you know, for me, I never drove It's a new so yoga move. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay, let's, uh, let's hit the phones with Dr. Debbie right now. We have Who do we have on the phones? We have Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Hi, how are you? Very good. Where are you? I'm in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. You are on with Dr. Debbie. 
Hi, Dr. Debbie. Well, hi there. I've got two little Yorkies, and uh, one of them, two and a half pounder, a female. Oh, she's a, a tiny little one. She's a real tiny little girl, and she's got a collapsing trachea, I think. Okay. She, I've taken her to the vet, and they examined her, but I, I didn't have the whole test done because the vet said basically why put her through that since it doesn't seem too bad right now. She occasionally has this kind of cough, maybe two or three times a week, and but it, it, it doesn't last too long. But my question is, should I do anything about it now? And what's going to happen in the future? Is there anything that I can really do to make this any better without surgery? Or how, how should I proceed with that? Okay. And did, how old did she say she was? She's two and a half. Two and a half years old. Okay. And did they do some initial x-rays? Did they do something like that? No, they didn't do x-rays because they basically said, why put her through that? It doesn't seem too bad. And, and the, what will happen if they decide she has a collapsing trachea is basically the same thing we do now. That was my vet's kind of take right, on it. I'm going to disagree. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, um, I do think that x-rays are not a big deal. You know, this is basically asking a dog to lay in its side and to shoot a picture. So there really shouldn't be anything. There's no need for sedation. There's no need to, you know, do an involved procedure. This is a basic diagnostic tool that helps us to figure things out. And, and I think it's a, a very reasonable thing to do with a coughing history. And the, and the other reason is because we want to make sure that there's not something structurally going on beyond a, a collapsing trachea. Um, in a collapsing trachea, basically what's happening with that is the, a dog's trachea has uh, cartilage rings. And they have a part of their uh, trachea where there's a little soft membrane, a little almost like a skin. And that kind of tissue can actually collapse in and kind of get sucked in when they're breathing. And it's almost like a straw collapsing. So if that's happening, um, that makes a cough and that makes it hard for them to get air. So that is something by taking an x-ray, we may be able to catch that uh, phenomenon on the x-ray. But the other thing we're checking with the x-ray is we're going to make sure there's not a big heart. We want to make sure that those lungs look good, uh, make sure there's nothing else going on. So I would definitely put the vote in to, to get those pictures done, get an x-ray done, just to get an idea, you know, if we're heading down the right direction. Because the last thing I'd want to do is put her on some long-term cough suppressants if she, you know, heaven forbid, you know, had a heart problem or some other kind of problem within her lung structure that we need to address in a different way. Um, but no, yeah, wait so in, in, until it becomes more of a problem. Uh, you're going to wait? I said, you, what you're saying to me is don't wait until it becomes more of a problem. Do it now. She's not on anything right now, you know, because okay, it doesn't yeah. really come up that often, you know? Yeah. And and I think what's important is definitely with a problem like this, with if we have a pet that has tracheal collapse, um, there are things we might do differently now to help ease her breathing to help prevent problems down the road because a tracheal collapse could be a minor inconvenience to some dogs where they just cough if they're you know on a leash or they get excited or they start running around but for some dogs tracheal collapse will actually be kind of a precursor to more serious lung disease so they can have higher pulmonary pressures they're kind of breathing against and they're chronically trying to get air a little bit harder and that puts more stress on their lungs and their heart so you can actually end up with pets with heart disease from having a long-term respiratory problem and then also if we get to those points there are dogs with collapsing tracheas in the in the more severe cases that actually go into respiratory arrest and those are the severe cases, so I'm not trying to scare you, but those are the ones where this has been going on for a long time, and perhaps there's a very severe collapse, and that airway's really shrinking down small, 
and they're having a hard time breathing. And I do see this a little bit more in like in our hot weathers here in Las Vegas, um, when the temperatures are high, um, you know, when their pet's excitement level is high, we see a, a bigger problem in pets that are overweight. So um, all of those things kind of play a role. So uh, yeah, get those x-rays. If there's something we need to do now, we might do some modifications. And the biggest thing I'd tell you is if you're in a smoking household, it's one of the best reasons to stop smoking is for your, your dog's uh, respiratory no, no, I health. I notice a huge difference even if she's on wall-to-wall carpeting. I, I, really? There's more, yes, yeah. Like any dust or anything like that bothers her. I, she's the first one that will tell you if the house is clean or not. <laughs> the canary in the mine, sort of. Exactly, exactly. So I appreciate yeah. that very much, and I will do that now. I, you know, I was just kind of being a bit of an ostrich with it, but I, I think it's a great thing, and I was really holding off also because I thought it might be a little traumatic for her, but you say not. It's not. They don't have to induce that cough to take the x-ray. Well, we try to catch the the cough to catch when that collapse is happening, um, you know, but that's as, as mild as putting a little tickle on the throat with the finger. So it's not it's not a, a traumatic event in any way. So no. So yeah, I, I go ahead and do that, you know, for her health and just for your peace of mind, because it might not even be that serious yet. Um, but uh, I think that'll that'll kind of settle the settle your mind and uh, know where to go from here. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by AFS, real food for real pets. Visit AFS online at AnimalFood.com. Hi, I'm Victoria Jackson, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Listen closely. Did you hear that? That's the sound of peace of mind. Peace of mind that comes in convenient, pre-measured packets of Safeguard canine dewormer. Just sprinkle the granules on your dog's food twice a year to protect him against the major types of canine intestinal worms. Monthly heartworm prevention programs alone are not enough. Find out how to get the upper hand on intestinal worm infections by visiting www.safeguardfordogs.com. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by NAPS, the National Association of Professional Pet Sitters. Let NAPS help you achieve your dream of a financially rewarding and fun job by providing you with the education and tools you need by visiting www.petsitters.org. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stands strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal People is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People is published ten times yearly. The publisher is a nonprofit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is $24 a year and is 100% tax deductible. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the industry watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Hi, I'm Jay Moore, and as a sports fan, I can tell you there's nothing quite better than spending a day in the park playing catch with a beautiful lady. Like Shirley, my dog. Listen, adopt a pet. They are the most loyal companions you will ever have. Visit Pets911.com or call one 888 
Pets 911. Hooray! For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. Hey, this is Sean Hayes on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. Bobby, can you uh, pass me the uh, eggnog there? No, I think you've had too much. What, you're, you're, you're with or me? without, honey. Yeah, I'm cutting him off. <laughs> with or without. <laughs> Is there, does anyone actually drink their eggnog without? Let's huh? put it this way. I drink brandy with a splash of eggnog. It's Animal Radio, one 405 Lottie has just joined us. What are you drinking there? What is that the usual drink? Usual drink. I have a, I'm drinking the world-famous Russian tea. You cannot believe how many emails and phone calls I'm getting about this special tea. As a matter of fact, I got it one for you. Let's make it into the bucket. Oh, really? Where do you, you get this stuff at, Vladi? Oh, you need to know. You yeah, where, where it's for you? man. Is this like homegrown? Oh, it's for man. Not well, for women. This huh? is for you. Uh-oh. Well, that's because they need supplements. We don't. We're naturally. Yeah, yeah, we're uh-huh. fine. Okay, well, uh-huh. I'm looking at this package here that you gave me. It says chow wa. Chow wa. Chow wa. It's a mixture, unique mixture of uh, Russian, or Russian herbs and Chinese herbs. It comes together. What do I put it in? Yeah, that's what I'd be you telling you. You can put you. it in yeah, your that's, mouth. That sounds volatile. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can put it in your mouth uh, or you can put it in the water and after in your mouth and, uh, you know. Okay, how long does it take for me to actually fit? Uh, whatever I'm supposed to well, feel. Don't drink it now. <laughs> I was going to say, no, wait till we finish the show. <laughs> and if it's, the result will be long, wouldn't be last longer than three hours, go give me a call. <laughs> oh, 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 we'll no. have to talk you down. <laughs> Vladi will be answering your dog behavior questions in a few minutes. Dr. Drunk Debbie. Sober. Uh, yeah. Dr. Debbie answering your uh, medical questions. And uh, Bobby doing the news in a few minutes. What do you got in the news? We are going to take a look at very popular Newt possibly getting the boot from the Berlin Zoo. It's coming up in the newscast. Oh, yeah, your dog is looking pretty darn cute there, Judy. Yes, she is. She's just sitting there staring at me with those big puppy dog eyes. This, of course, is Ladybug, the studio stunt chihuahua. We don't know what, uh, we, don't, we still don't know who her daddy is. We don't know. <laughs> She's spoiled. She gets to try all the stuff out here. Yes, she does. Bobby, are you spending any money on your pets? I have to, always. The kitties love... You know, first of all, the favorite pay, uh, toy of any cat is a paper bag. Yes. Cheap and Plain easy. And simple. The, the cheapest. cheapest. And, so, and then if you just wad up a piece of paper and throw it in that paper bag, they're happy for hours. Mm. <laughs> but I admit, at the holidays, because they have all the cute, cute stuff... And it's catnip toys, and they just love it. So, yeah, I do splurge, and they do enjoy it because I find them all over the house when I'm cleaning. Sure. <laughs> well, you're among that 37% of women 18 to 49 who admit to having spent more than $100 on gifts for their pets for Christmas, Ramadan, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever you may be celebrating uh-huh. this year. Where you got that information from KGB sources? Uh, this actually, where does this come from? This is, oh, from the Lifetime Networks. That's the man bashing channel. <laughs> Which, uh, That's the front of the KGB. That is the front. Not a lot of people know that. Uh, Dr. Yeah, Debbie I just will, revealed that. Dr. Debbie, yeah, and she's the news director here, so it's it's probably right on, by the way. Dr. Debbie answering your questions in just a couple of minutes. Right now, I believe we have, is it Bob on the Hey, Bob? Hello. Hey, Bob, how are you doing? Doing good. How about yourself? Good. Where are you calling from? 
Ebron, Ohio. Ebron, Ohio is on with Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Hi, Bob. You are speaking to the Vladi, world-famous Russian dog wizard. I don't really think Russia. you needed to repeat it or anything like that. I mean, it was dramatic. It had effect. I don't know, maybe some yeah, music. Yeah, the accent is so good. It Come is. On. Much yeah. better than I could have done. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, we have a great time here, too, as you may see. Bob, how can I help you? Uh, I have a papillon that was barking incessantly, and I was curious what we could do to help her uh, curb that. Okay, Bob. Papillon's famous for barking. I have no doubts about this. What are you doing now to stop it from barking? Well, actually, we even went so far as to get an electronic dog collar, and that does help quite a bit. Okay, but it uh, did not cure the problem. And let me tell you why. Uh, electronic coloring generally has such a need and has such an applications, but in reality, it really does not address the major cause when the dog is barking. Dog barking for a lot of reasons. Separation anxiety, alarm barking, some of them just bored, has no other work to do, and such and such. We can always stop the dog from barking with electronic color and other things, but it will not make that pet less lonely, will not improve its life. But, you know, I know you're calling me because you would like to get some type of a quick fix and just flurry, you know, open your training bag and give me that aspirin for headache. And I'm going to give it to you. And um, um, what I would like you to purchase, it's a very cheap and it's very inexpensive. The name of the product is uh, a Good Neighbor Barker Breaker. This is the only product which was, uh, I mean, so intensely tested in my company, and uh, we used it in many, I would say, in the hundreds of clients with a great success. I'm not here to endorse any products, uh, but, uh, you know, I just tell the truth as it is. This is the, from my opinion, is the best in the class. You can just Google this product. Uh, what it does, it's um, create a search and sound Search and sound, which is a proven to stop the dog from barking as they bark, it's momentarily picking up. It has a different level of adjustment. It works as the magic. Now, on another side, I would like you to look at the cause of this behavior. Uh, I would love you to maybe do some type of the exercise with your dog as far as uh, increase physical activities, mental activities, take your dog more for a walk. Uh, I would suggest you maybe do simple things as far as uh, sit-stay. I don't know if you know or not, um, two minutes sit, stay, or down, stay when the dog is still is, is in the position for a couple of minutes, takes as much energy as two miles to run. Your dog basically will collapse because she's working or he's working. So I would focusing on that. And after that, like I said, if the dog wants to bark after all the things which you've done, please get this product and set the problem up. Knock the door. The, the dog barks. You know, I'm pretty sure the dog barking when somebody knocks the door or push the doorbell. And, you know, that's going to activate the device very easily. Five, six times, you're done with this problem. Uh, email me if it will not work, but I guarantee you that product will work for you, and it's very humane. And we'll, we'll, well, I'm sorry. Go ahead and turn on my mic, Guido. You know, I am I am here for a couple hours. Thanks, Guido. Uh, if We're going to put links. Since you didn't have the name for that, we're going to put links to uh, it at animalradio.com. We'll actually have Guido do all the research and the, find the URLs for that, so you'll have more information. You can go head on. Lawn. Very cool product. It, is, it does it sound like a very cool, cool product. Cool. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more.
Those wacky guys from Animal Radio are on the road again. We're broadcasting live from the Queen Mary in Long Beach, California. It's the National Association of Professional Pet Sitters Conference, January 16th, 17th, and 18th. And I'm thinking you should be there. Learn the ins and outs of working with animals and make a great income doing it. If you can't be there live with us, listen in as it happens here on Animal Radio and learn more at PetSitters.org. Hey, it's Vinny Penn coming at you. Your party animal. You heard the party animal theme song right there, which is Def Leppard, by the way, acoustic version of their song, Animal, from the Hysteria record, low, so many years ago, 1987, I think. Interesting that I would even start off talking about uh, rock records uh, with where I'm heading. Got together in New York City the other day uh, to uh, meet up with a girlfriend of mine going way back. She shows up with a, she's got a new dog, Puffy. I don't know if it's a, a Diddy thing. I really don't know. Uh, and I immediately accused her of being a Paris Hilton or a Paris Hilton wannabe, rather, to which she deflected and shot back that I was a Rick Springfield wannabe when she first met me. Uh, and, and I used to have a working class dog T-shirt. And she claims I got my first dog because of Rick Springfield's uh, love for dogs, which has been something we've uh, fans of his have known for a million years. And I had quite a few things to say to that. One, first and foremost, Rick's got a great new album out, and it's called Venus in Overdrive, and it kicks ass. And if you're a Rick fan, go out and get it. Uh, but two, isn't it funny how we associate certain animals with certain celebrities. I don't think I ever really realized it until today. Here she was with this tiny little dog, and I immediately associated her with Paris Hilton. Uh, she immediately associated me with a certain type of dog with Rick Springfield. Uh, another friend of ours has a pig, and we're constantly making George Clooney jokes. <laughs> That's not really true. But you do. You associate pigs with George Clooney. Uh, whenever the subject of neutering or spaying comes up, you think Bob Barker. You also think Bob Barker uh, when you think of old men hitting on 25-year-old girls, too. But that's besides the point. Uh, the fact of the matter is celebrities carry such clout in what they could do with a certain uh, animal type. I know back when Michael J. Fox did the voice for Stuart Little, for the longest time he was associated in that way. There, and even Mel Gibson back in the day when he did uh, the movie, I'm trying to think of the movie he did right now um, with the chickens, and they were trying to make a break for it. Uh, and you associated him with that long before you associated him with DUIs and other horrific stances and beliefs but these celebrities are linked to there's got to be a board game in this where it's six degrees of animal separation where you can just kind of link up the specific animal to the specific celebrity and as far reaching as you can get i thought of snakes and you think of snake pliskin kurt russell from escape from new york there there i've got to get in touch with parker brothers because there is a board game in this and if ever a specific animal is in danger or whatever, you could just associate a celebrity with get a celebrity campaign behind it. And the fans of that celebrity will just come, you know, rushing in. I mean, I mean, look at uh, Siegfried and Roy with the White Tigers. And granted, uh, we've discovered they're not the most gentle of creatures, but uh, 
Again, besides the point, let's try to think of some other. I'd love to get emails on this. Email Vinny, uh, Vinny at Animal Radio. I'd love to send me your lists. I'll follow up on this one. This will be the first ever party animal that I do a part two on it. Part do. Uh, associate the celebrity with the specific animal. And the crazier the animal, the better. If you can get into like ferrets or, or things of that nature and, and who is, uh, really associated with them. I know I was watching that show, um, it's complicated on the E network. Did you, you didn't hear that? Uh, Denise Richards. It's complicated. Her home is a veritable farm. They say Charlie Sheen and her broke up for this reason, that reason. They had to break up because, damn, I think she's got pigs. She she actually has pigs. And associating Denise Richard with the word pig, that's not a big leap. Let's play the game. Six degrees of animal separation. Vinnie Penn, party animal, Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Victoria Stillwell for Animal Radio. Never buy your puppy from a pet store. We join Animal Radio, already in progress. A little girl ran down the hallway. What What happened to him? A ghost came out. I don't know, like something touched him, man. And he screamed like a little girl and ran out. <laughs> What's hysterically funny? <laughs> Well, we have a ghost cat here in our studios. Do you? Yes, I see it all the time. It's it's every once in a while, and then when you turn to look again, it's not there. Yeah, and it it brushes against me. It's it's solid gray. It's short hair. It's been on the counters. It's been up on the studio equipment. It's been in my office. Did you check the history to see who's lived there? No, I haven't. But it's a gray kitty. But it's a friendly cat. But it's only shown Mm -hmm. itself to me. Hal hasn't seen it yet. I'm waiting for it. I wish it would show itself to Hal. But I think Cal, you know, he's got the closed mind. You got to have an open mind. You do. You have to have a much more, you know, accepting, accepting. outlook. Yes, exactly. Hey, at least it's not another mouth to feed right now. <laughs> Actually, Judy, you need to look at it this way. This could be your spirit, one of your spirit guides. Watch Hal's face. <laughs> Oh, that was priceless. Thank you. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Simple Solution. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. In Europe, the global economic downturn is having a deadly effect on puppies. Bad economy has given extra incentive to smugglers of puppies and other small pets that are in high demand. Italy is launching a campaign calling for Europe to stamp out the practice of illegal pet trafficking. Over 70,000 puppies were smuggled into Italy this year, with nearly a quarter of them dying en route. The others usually arrive sick and tend to die within a few months of arrival. There's been a string of burglaries over the past year in a Swindon neighborhood near London, and authorities have a suspect. He's Frankie, the cat. Frankie is indeed a cat burglar who's been (laughs) swiping cat toys from neighbors for the past year. Check this out. Frankie has filched 30 stuffed toys by sneaking into houses and grabbing the loot. (laughs) Now, Frankie's owner says he's very proud of the booty his cats hauled home in 2008, but admits that finding the original owners is going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Frankie's a black cat, and he's really cute, but he's a bad kitty. Okay, as winter arrives, squirrels will gather and hide their nuts. An Indiana woman found that out the hard way. Hope Whiteup had let her car sit idle for a few weeks, and she went out, started it up. The engine made a very loud whirring noise. The turn signals didn't work, and neither did the windshield wipers. So Hope got out and looked under the hood. 
That's where she found thousands of walnuts in the engine compartment. No. Apparently, the little rodent or rodents used her car for storing their nuts, with most of them stuffed under the throttle. (laughs) It cost Hope $242. That's not the funny part. In towing and repairs, she says now she's not taking any chances. She does not let her car sit idle for too long, saying, quote, it's funny, but it's not, end quote. You see, this is this is squirrel humor. You notice, like, squirrels will only run across the road just as you're coming along because they're playing chicken. This right. is squirrel humor to them. That's uh, put, it. Yeah, you see, this is not... That's why they're called squirrely, Hal. <laughs> see, and Hal doesn't believe me. I was attacked by a squirrel before. <gasps> what happened? I was riding my bike, and it was sitting on a fence, and I rode next to this fence, and it jumped from the fence and landed on my leg. It actually attacked you, huh? Yes, it did. Oh. All right, Judy. Mm-hmm. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution with a tip for pet messes. For liquid spills or urine stains, blot up the excess by starting on the outside of the stain, then move toward the center of the affected area. This will prevent the stain from spreading. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Judy dancing with her dog. Doctor Debbie doing a little dance too. Boy, <laughs> both of you very talented. I uh, see. You know, you play that music. What are we supposed to do? Get you in the rhythm. <laughs> sure does. By the way, one of the most popular phone calls we get today is, "Do you have more of those AFS?" food samples. And yes, we do. We have uh, still a couple of cases left of that. So if you want to get in on that, uh, send us a self-addressed a stamped envelope with two stamps. You need two stamps. Is that correct, Judy? Two, yes. Okay, two stamps with your address. Send that to us at Post Office Box 197, Shandon, California, 93461, and we'll shoot back a, a sample of this food. If you're looking for new foods, this is a great way to try it out. Good food, AFS, and you can learn more about them at animalfood.com. And I have to say, it's both cats and dogs. Yes, it is. In fact, uh, the cats eat the same. I noticed that the, you're feeding the treats that you give to Ladybug also to Boog there. And yes. Boog seems to enjoy them very much. They all think it's a treat. I believe we have Jenny on the phone. Hi, Jenny. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. Where are you today? I'm in Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. A little rainy there today? Um, a little bit. Not too bad. Watching the Weather Channel, and I saw a storm moving through there. You are on with Dr. Debbie. Hi. Well, hi there. Uh, I have an issue with my English bulldog. She's seven years old, so she's pretty set in her ways and cannot keep her off the couch. Just jumping on the couch? Yeah, and she knows that she's not supposed to do it uh, because if there's human around she won't do it and as soon as we leave the room or leave the house she's right up there and so she's been spending most of her time locked in her cage when we're not home okay and does she get destructive on the on the couch or you just don't want her on there because you don't want her hair or the mess or what is it exactly (laughs) yeah she's she um she doesn't really do anything to it but she does shit and you know sometimes she doesn't smell the best, and um, and bulldogs we, we, do sometimes have a lot of drool and <laughs> things like that. She does drool. She does drool. So when we just got a new couch, um, so right now more than ever we're trying to correct the problem, and I just need some advice. 
Okay. And um, is this um, something, has she always been on the bed or on the on the couch, and is she allowed on other furniture in the home? No, she, we used to have carpet, so she she never got up on the couch then, and the house we have now is well, so um, I, I'm assuming that's why, although I do give her uh, a doggy bed to sleep on, okay. um, but she just, I guess that's not enough for her. She wants to be up on She really thinks person, I guess, is the problem. And Well, yeah, definitely. So does she sleep in bed with you at night, or is she on the um, doggy bed or on the couch? No, she, well, she, we have to lock her up at night because otherwise she'll get up on the couch. Okay, so that's her preference. She'll take the couch over even sleeping with you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Well, I mean, this, this can be a really big problem for those who don't like their pets on their furniture. Um, if if we want to train her to not get on the couch, we've got to make sure that we're giving her a really good alternative. And we want to make sure that that alternative location, the, the doggy bed, is it's, it's nice, it's comfy, and you know meets her needs. And then we also need to kind of have it in that same vicinity. Um, we don't want to expect her to go to the back laundry room to sleep if she'd rather be out in the center where the couch is. So right. it needs to be in that area. Um, to kind of keep her away from the areas, there's a lot of different techniques. And, you know, for dogs, sometimes they're a little bit more overpowering and they can knock some of these things off. But um, we don't want her to actually have access to this couch area at all. So if you have to keep her locked up at night or isolated from this area, that's certainly one important step because the more she goes and sits on that couch and enjoys it, it, it feeds that behavior and it's going to make it more and more difficult to get her to have the idea that this is something that's not allowed at any time of the day. And if you're not there, you can't discipline her and say, get off the couch, get on your doggy bed. Um, so that limiting of access when you're not around is really important. Um, now, just for training purposes, you know, if she's around the house and you're walking around cooking dinner and everyone's kind of walking around and she's kind of wanting to get up on that couch, one of the most important things that I would want you to not do is is I'm not a real fan of grabbing at the dog or, hey, no, get down and yelling. The most important thing I'd say is to try to use some non-confrontational uh, ways to get her off the couch. So we, we put like a light leash on her, maybe a gentle lead harness, the kind that goes over the nose, looks like a little bridle for a horse, and you leave that on her. So if you see her up there, you kind of gently grab that leash, you call her and say, come here, look what I got, I got a goodie, we got this little dog bed down here. And you call her down there and you gently kind of remind her with that leash, you don't yank her off the couch, but you bring her to a place that's more exciting, that's got more fun, more food, more entertainment than that couch. And you work on that. Um, now, if you have to put a deterrent up in there, um, you know, there's some things like the scat mats, the little cat mats that give a little static uh, electricity if they jump up there. Um, one thing that I find with dogs and furniture works pretty nice is actually taking a carpet runner, um, you know, the kind for like on the plush carpet, and you turn it upside down on the couch. And you leave it there as a deterrent so that they don't find that nice, cozy, comfy spot. Um, and, and some of those different things that you might be able to try. And I don't know if you've actually tried any of those techniques, Jenny, at trying to keep her away from that? No, we've actually only um, we've gone to stacking the cushions up when we leave. And what does that do for her? Well, she just gets up there anyway and lays on the, on the box couch. Uh-huh. So... It's like she doesn't care if the cushion's there or not. I'm going to jump up there. <laughs> yeah. So now, I mean, some, some dogs, I mean, you can try some of these deterrents, and if they don't seem to work, 
you know, then I'd say you're faced with kind of a decision there. Um, you know, if we have trouble getting her off and away from this couch, we kind of make some accommodations occasionally. <laughs> um, you know, it's kind of like a give and take relationship uh, where you may make a decision to say, you know, she can have the couch. We'll put uh, a cover on during the day. Um, or, you know, put, um, you know, one of these other devices on there to keep her away from that. Um, so I think you've got some opportunities there. It just depends on how motivated you are to want to keep her off that couch um, and how much everyone else in the household supports you on that. Yeah, I think I'll try the carpet thing because, um, if, you know, I think laying on her doggy bed would be softer than the backside of a, a carpet runner. Yeah, absolutely. And then make sure that, you know, that dog bed is close, it's comfy, you know, make it a place where you give her treats and rewards and love um, so so that that becomes the preferred spot. And, uh, you know, I think you'll be able to get through it. Um, but, you know, but it's hard. I'm a tough mom, and I don't love my dogs on the furniture, and it's just kind of something they've learned that I'll sit on the floor and scratch their head and let them drool all over me. And, uh, you know, that's where our dog fun happens. It just doesn't happen on the furniture in my house. But uh, this is Dr. Debbie. If you have some behavior questions, um, we've got Vlade and oh, amazingly a lot that uh, that I've been fielding. Um, give me a call at one 405 8405 You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Listen to the news. Two dogs rescued from a locked car. Emergencies can happen anywhere, anytime. They can even affect your pets. In other news, a local policeman saved a cat today. Being prepared and knowing what to do can be the difference between life or death for you and your pets. The same Red Cross you know and trust is the leader in pet first aid preparation and education. Look for dog or cat first aid guidebooks with DVDs online at redcrossstore.org or contact your local Red Cross chapter for more information. The Red Cross is helping protect our pets. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Did you know that your dog could have intestinal worms even if he's on a heartworm prevention program? For more complete protection, deworm your dog twice a year with broad spectrum Safeguard Canine Dewormer. To find out more, visit www.safeguardfordogs.com. Every year, there are millions of pets in animal shelters across the country just waiting for a loving home. I'm Mike Farrell with a very simple message. If you're thinking of getting a pet, please adopt. To easily locate your closest place to adopt, call Pets 911 toll-free at 1-888-PETS-911. It's easy, it's free, and it gives a pet a second chance at life. Together, we can ensure a better future for our pets. For adoptable pet listings in your community, go to Pets911.com. Pets911, proud to be partnered with Animal Radio. Hey! You want to keep a secret from your dog? It's the new fish sticks from Canine Caviar. They're good for your dog's teeth, gums, and also his achy joints. And fish sticks from Canine Caviar are 100% natural, completely digestible, and contain no chemical preservatives, additives, or fillers, and they're low in calories. But don't tell your dog that. All they care about is that they taste good. Get your dog fish sticks at CanineCaviar.com. That's www.CanineCaviar.com. Remember, the advice you hear on today's show is for entertainment purposes only. Please be sure to consult your own vet regarding your pet. one 405 I don't know, Bobby, if you can hear it in your studio, but that little whiny dog there, Ladybug V. Stop picking on that cute little baby. I'm, I'm thinking, not going to be on your side on this one, Hal. Forget it. Okay. It is a baby. <laughs> like i got to understand. Yeah. Yes. You're right, Bobby. You're She's out. only five months old. 
She's just a You baby. weren't that articulate when you were five months old. You know what? I'm still not that articulate. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, the top news story of 08 coming up. Also, the NAPS Conference, the National Association of Professional Pet Sitters. It's happening the 16th, 17th, and 18th of January, a couple of weeks away from now. If you want to get in on this or just learn a little bit about what it might be like to give up that stupid day job of yours and become a pet sitter. Be your own boss. We talked to Trenton. He's making six figures now <laughs> as a pet sitter. Now, he was a stockbroker. He gave up that stressful job for this. A lot of people are doing very well, especially in this economy. If you're looking for a gig, if you're one of those people they were laid off, you might want to think about this. Now, this conference, you learn all about it at PetSitters.org. We'll be broadcasting live. It's in Long Beach at the Queen Mary. How Bobby, is that? Boo. Yeah, Are you going to go on the boat? Well, of course. Are we going to be on the ship? Why? Yes. It's haunted. The Queen Mary's Did haunted. Did you not know? No, I Did didn't you know, know that. that? I've been know. on it before. You guys. So I, I will share this with you. Okay. Because I love watching those haunted shows on TV. Yes. <laughs> you know, like the most haunted places in the world. Uh-huh. Right. The Queen Mary's one of them. Really? Okay. So, uh, Ixnay on the whole going. conference? <laughs> you guys go. You call me. You let me know how it's going. We can't get you on the ship, huh? <laughs> no. Well, I'll tell you what. Be how, a ghost? I don't do that. How about you, you stay outside with the broadcast vehicle and watch the broadcast vehicle? Can you do I'll that? stay in the truck. It's safe there. You can watch Ladybug. Yes, there you go. Okay. The whining okay. stunt chihuahua. She doesn't whine when she's with me, Hal. This is true. Petsitters.org if you want to learn a little more about this NAPS conference. Broadcasting live. All the details at AnimalRadio.com, too. Boy, there's a couple of websites. What do you got, Bobby? Well, bad news in the economic global downturn, especially in Europe. It's having a deadly effect on puppies. And those details going to come up in the newscast. Also coming up, animal communicator Joy Turner, if that's your thing. It's my thing. It is your. It's a lot of people's thing. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. If you want to talk to your pet, when I want to talk to my pet, I go right on over. I say, hey, you buddy. just talk to them directly. I talk huh? to them directly. We may not understand each other, but we look into each other's eyes. We sort of get it. By the way, that toll-free number is available to you all week long. If we're not around, you can leave us a voicemail message. I don't know if you remember, we were talking with somebody that wanted to keep their cats off the furniture. That's a hard thing to do. It is a tough thing to do, especially if they've been doing it for a long time. We thought this was a pretty unique solution. I want to make a comment about the person that called in about the cat on the furniture. We had two cats, and during the night, one of them would get on the table, and we didn't know which one it was, but we took the clear tape, the wide packet tape, like it's going to mail a packet, and I tore a big strip, and I put it all on the corners so that no matter where the cat jumped up, it would land on that tape. Shortly after we went to bed, I found out which one it was, and uh, he, he was all wrapped up in it. <laughs> I let it stay on there for the night, and the next morning my husband took it off, him, and that ended the cat jumping on the table. Okay, that's it for now. Enjoy your program. That's a great idea. Double-sided tape will work with that, too. The cat's running around all night with oh, yeah, the tape I, I like it. how she didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't let the cat go immediately. Oh, you know it. We're celebrating our connection with our pets. It's Animal Radio. 
Hey, what's going on with your pet today? Are they doing good? one 405 Our dream team of experts. We get together every Saturday to answer your questions and just, uh, you know, say, hey, pets are pretty cool. I know that, uh, Bobby, you're over there. You're pr- pra- practicing the word Sheboygan. <laughs> I, well, I walked by her booth and she's say- going Sheboygan, 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 Sheboygan. <laughs> Thank you. I was just going to ask you to say Sheboygan fast three times, but never mind, Hal. <laughs> what, do you got a Sheboygan story coming up or something? I do. I have a story about a dog that got frozen to the sidewalk in Sheboygan. Mm. And we're going to update you on Jiffy. And I want to know, are you going to be talking about the cat that, uh, had? I guess his face was torn her. off? Yeah, her? Her has... Her has a boy's name, but hers a her. Edgar the cat. Okay, that's all... four years old. Coming up in the yeah. news, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We're looking at what a year 08 was and for me it'll be like okay uh the end of a uh president that uh well his popularity rating right now is, i think there's actually seven percent that's still like i think we can also say that barack is already president it's we've got they call president bush the lame duck yeah now is what they're calling him i wish they wouldn't use an animal term with that but uh yeah i agree and you know what he won't let uh Obama get in the White House early. He Obama wanted to move his family into the guest house so his kids the could Blair start school. The Blair House, that's right. Yeah, so they could start school on January 5th, and the White House turned him down so they can't go there till the 15th after school starts. <laughs> and then they what got a, a great guy he is. They got to puppy proof the White House, too, and that takes a good week. Yeah. Still waiting to find out. At least that. Yeah, at least that. So a couple of weeks before Obama picks his new puppy, as we say. But as we look back, what do you think the top news story you reported of 08 was there, Bobby? You know, I couldn't resist the, the clone dog, the, the South Korean team that did it for the second time mm. in this century. They cloned Booger the dog. Booger the dog. Uh-oh. Booger the dog. Pitbull Terrier named Booger. The McKinney family paid $50,000 for the South Korean firm of RNL Bio to clone their former beloved Booger, who passed away in 2006. Mm. I wonder how that's going now, how that whole thing... Because, you know, once you clone an animal, it doesn't mean you're going to have another animal that's similar Mm-mm. at all. That's right. Really. No, they may not even look alike, nor will they act alike. Hey, if you got 50 grand, I'll come over and act like the animal <laughs> that you had, okay? Yeah. I just say I'd have found something more interesting to do with fifty thousand dollars than yes. own my dead dog. Yes. And I mean that in the nicest possible way. Mm. Speaking of money, my big story for <laughs> 08 was Iva not Ivana. Leona Leona Helmsley. Helmsley. Leona Helmsley. Yes. The Queen of Mean. Left twelve million dollars yes. for her dog. Trouble. Trouble. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. The dog's name was actually Trouble. Yes. Right, and the New York State probate court just had to go with it. They couldn't ignore her wishes. And, of course, uh, she actually left a lot of money for the animals. And uh, a big animal lover, we find out post... Uh, $8 billion trust, Hal. It really Whoa. is pretty, pretty yeah, amazing. A B. a B is on that one, and it was left for the use of the welfare of dogs. one 405 Hey, Zach, how you doing? I was just had a question about my dog's breath. I have a two-and-a-half-year-old American bulldog, and... He eats once a day, like my vet recommended, and he has horrible breath. He does. Yes, now, ma'am. does he do? You, does he eat anything out of the ordinary? No, ma'am. He eats a, a high protein, thirty-two percent protein, for a extreme athlete dog. Okay. Does he get into anything like in the yard? I mean, as far as like animals, does he eat dog poop? Anything like that? 
no, ma'am. That's my dilemma because he's very. He stays at, in the backyard at night, but I, I I work in my truck during the day, and he rides with me for eight or ten hours a day. And I mean, he's I, I watch all of his intake. Okay, very good. And do you do currently anything for his uh, mouth? Any kind of home dental care? Any kind of brushing, sprays, anything like that? Yeah, I do, but I just use water and an old toothbrush. I don't use anything else. Okay, well, that might give us an opportunity where we can work on things. Because at that age, in his breed, I can't imagine that he has a whole lot of dental problems at this age. Because um, that is the most common cause of bad breath in dog is um, the accumulation of tartar, the bacteria that kind of goes along with that. And it kind of gives off a foul, stinky smell. Um, good old dog breath as we know it. Um, now, if it's not so much like dental problems, there's still the potential for bacteria in the mouth. So, um in addition to your efforts with brushing, I would really see about getting a doggy toothpaste for you. Um, they are basically enzyme-based, so that means they help to break down some of the bacteria in the mouth. Um, and that'll definitely go a lot further than just, you know, brushing with a, either a damp uh, toothbrush or, you know, even some people try using baking soda, but that really doesn't do a whole lot as far as in the cleansing. So I would see about doing toothbrushing. And then there's even some doggy breath uh, rinses that are um, favorable, and they can have uh, some of the same enzyme-based materials that help to decrease mouth odor. Um, and, and I would definitely see your veterinarian, see your pet uh, nearest pet store, and there's some very good products out there. I particularly like um, the one line called CET, and it stands for canine enzymatic toothpaste. Um, but there's a lot out there. Now, the other thing that I would look at is, you know, if that food is going good for him, um, I'm all for it. But another cause of bad breath can actually be from the digestive tract. So some pets that have excess gas um, can also have problems with bad breath. And if a food doesn't necessarily agree with a pet going out out the backside, sometimes we'll see some increase in um, oral odor. So um, sometimes switching to a different variety of food might help in that way as well. Um, Has he been on that food for a little while? I have. Uh, I've been on that food, and he is very muscular, lean, lean muscle mass. And uh, mm-hmm. my vet says he looks great and he's very healthy. But I did notice, because he's riding my truck, that there is some gas. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> In a closed space, yeah, that, that would be <laughs> dangerous. It's not good, no. Yeah, and sometimes with the higher protein foods, you, you may see that or you may smell that more. Um, so uh, if he needs that level of protein for activity, that's great. But if not, you can consider dropping down to a more moderate level protein food and see if that might make a difference for you. Okay, well, thank you very much. Okay, my pleasure, Zach. This is Dr. Debbie. Give me a call or email me at docdebbie at animalradio.com. is Animal Radio Network. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. I have a Marley and Me hangover. (laughs) I've seen it three times since Christmas. Only three? Three times. Well, I love it, you know. And I didn't read, I was one of those people 
I think me and Bobby were the only two that didn't read the best-selling book before actually going out and seeing the movie. It's, it's a great movie, and of course, uh, a wonderful animals put together. Who puts these animals together? Well, there's always a talented trainer. And in fact, the trainer's on tour right now with Marley, who I believe is actually Clyde. We'll find out the deal right now. Uh, we have Mathilde DeCagney on the phone with us. Hi, how are you? Do- is it Mathilde or Mathilde? Uh, Mathilde, you had it right. Good how afternoon. You, how are you doing today? We're doing great, thank you. Where are you? Where am I? Uh, well, the, what the Ritz-Carlton. <laughs> the Ritz-Carlton, East Coast, West Coast, New uh, York? Boston, sorry. Boston, okay. Uh, well, we just uh, actually got back from a... Um, from a tour of uh, TV interviews and news and also animal shelters, animal rescues, um, where we, um, you know, introduced Molly and talked about the movie and also and mainly, you know, adopting dogs over Christmas. And um, So you're traveling with Marley right now? Yes, yes. We are doing the whole uh, East Coast. Okay. How many Marleys are there? Well, there is, uh, you've seen the movie, there is about 20, there is 22 dogs that plays Molly <laughs> oh, from wow. four weeks old to 14 years old. Wow. Uh, and then the range, uh, the age range of one through seven years old uh, was five Molly, but mainly one uh, named Clyde, which did about 8% of the movie. Now, most of these scenes were bad dog scenes. <laughs> Are these bad dogs to begin with? Uh, they, you know, uh, I gotta tell you, they are, they are hyper, I, there is no bad dog, but, um, they are surpris- surprisingly pretty, um, very uh, rebunctious. Most of them are. We, uh, we rescued actually, uh, five dogs and all of them, um, were really pretty hyper. Um, I will say just, uh, be careful if you get a lab because, um, they need a lot of exercise, they're hunting dogs and, uh. They certainly, um, they certainly need a lot of attention. They're keeping you busy as a trainer. Now, this is a, a quite an overwhelming task. I would imagine most of the movies that you train for, it's one or two dogs, right? Well, I, I'm fortunate enough to have worked on a pretty big project, but uh, this was um, more than normally, but it goes up to three dogs sometimes. The Mar- Marley that you're with right now is named Clyde, is that right? Yes, that's correct. And he's traveling around the country with you. I understand you were in Philadelphia yesterday? Yes, we were. What would you guys do there? Did you try any Philly cheesesteak? Oh, yes, you better believe it. He had three. <laughs> <laughs> he had three himself. We went to Gino's uh, uh, cheesesteak, uh, and, uh, and they were delicious. And uh, and then we went to the ice cream place called um, The Fountain... Mm. Mm. And where are you going next? And we are off to Miami tomorrow, so we're going to go get warm. Yes, I bet. Is it snowing <laughs> there right now? He brought his bathing suit. <laughs> yeah, I bet he's ready. People want to learn more about the training that you do. I understand you have a, an organization called Birds and Animals Unlimited. Correct. And they yes. can go to the website of the same name, birdsandanimals.com. Yeah, we've done uh, all the movies from um, a lot of Disney movies, uh, the Beverly Hills Chihuahuas and Harry Potters. And, uh, what a fun little, job. It is uh, It is exciting. There is never a dull moment. 
Well, you know what they say? You're never supposed to work with animals because they'll always steal the scene. In fact, wasn't it Eric Dane we spoke yes. to who said that... Uh, About this movie This movie. Particular. There was a lot of scene stealing, he said. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we, we try to do our best. <laughs> You're doing a great job. Until Cagney, birdsandanimals.com. Let's go ahead and give away tickets to Marley and me right now. one 405 I'll send you to anywhere it's showing right now. Hi, who's this? Hi, my name is Chris Ann. Hi, Chris Ann. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Where are you calling from today? I'm calling from Peoria, Illinois. Peoria, Illinois. Is it snowing there today? Uh, no, not not right at the moment. <laughs> We're expecting some, though, something bad coming up. Well, what can I do for you? Well, I thought maybe I would win two tickets to Marley and me. I think you did. <laughs> I... That's wonderful. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And a dream team of experts to answer your questions at 1-866-405-8405. We're all putting together our New Year's resolution. It's just around the corner. Can you believe that? <laughs> oh, the infamous list that never get done. I have to take my tree down. That's what I'm, my Hanukkah bush. It's always trouble because there's needles all over the house and the animals want to help. Uh, anyway, let's see. Let's go to the phones. one 405 8405 We have Ben. Hi, Ben. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good. Where are you calling from? Santa Maria, Santa California. Are you listening on XM or KSMX? XM. XM, okay. How can we help uh, you? Actually, I listen to both. <laughs> oh, good. You get your double dose there. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell us, how can we help you today? You know, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, he's sitting right here ready to answer your question. I'll tell you, I enjoy Vladi a lot. He's a very entertaining part of the show. Good. Thank you. He's Thank going you. to get a raise. There's going to be a little something extra next year in his stocking. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank okay, you, Ben, well, for telling for me. me. So my boss heard it. You know, sometimes he needs to hear that. Okay. How can I help you? As a matter of fact, I enjoy California because I probably, if you're uh, watching my professional career, I uh, recently moved to California from Michigan and... Uh, a couple of days ago, I was working in uh, in one house, you know, in Newport Beach, a couple of million dollars house, and the the owner of the house told me, "Why well, you came from the Michigan? Did you did you win lottery or something?" <laughs> I think he meant after what happened with the big three, you know, that things like collapsed and such and such. I think, yeah, I think. Okay, go ahead, Ben. Uh, so, how can I help you? Okay, what I've got, I've got four ankle biters with a biting not a biting, a barking problem that seems to get worse with the addition of every dog. I've got... Uh, you have to translate me now what you said. Put well, it in plain English. Let, let, me, let me ask you, what kind of dogs are these? These are chihuahua Okay. Oh, he, has, he has four chihuahuas. Oh, boy. They're ankle biters. Okay. Couldn't you get the real dog, Ben? Oh, oh come on. Come, oh, come on, on, come man. on. You know how I like the chihuahua. I know. I know how I like them either, but, you know. Go ahead. I so had they... a shepherd lab for 19 years. The best dog a person could have. It cannot oh, be replaced. Was that. We so my have... friends helped me out by giving me a bunch of chihuahuas. Oh, boy. Now you're stuck with them. Okay, so those little chihuahuas basically uh, biting you or, or somebody else by the ankles? No, they're not really biting. They're just barking. When somebody comes to the door, they bark, which is fine. I'm good with that. The early warning system. <laughs> but when they come in the house, they don't stop. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, I understand that. You basically tell them, thank you so much for letting me know somebody's here. But Don't now I already up. know he's here, so shut up and your dogs don't. That's what you would like me to fix it. Am yeah, I right? They're in charge. I'm not. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so what? Uh, it, this is basically a very simple solution. You need to do again two things. You need to show them distinctively this behavior is not acceptable, and after that, you will need to show them that behavior. What behavior is acceptable? You can do two things. You can do. You can take two approaches. Uh, what I would do if I were you, I would use this approach. I would uh, get maybe. One big crate, not a really big crate, but a mid-sized crate. And I would put, I would call all my relatives and friends Saturday, Sunday, get the pizza and say, Hey guys, come over here to see me. We got to train a couple of crazy chihuahuas here. <laughs> Sorry, Judy. So, you know how I love that. My chihuahua's not crazy. You're not. This sounds like a great idea for a party, but go on. <laughs> but that's the only good chihuahua I've seen. But, you know, what you need to do, you need to, uh, as soon as they knock the door, I would like to mummy, and they, you dogs, you know, blah, 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 like something like that. I would like you to drop on the floor uh, a pop can or soda can soda, yep. with a couple of pennies and make the like sound. Ah, startle them. After that, I would like you put the pe- put your pets in the crate. Now your pets are not going to go in the crate, and they're going to run around. You know, maybe not bark, but run around. And I don't want you spend the time to catch them up. But I would like to prearrange it. I would like to before you do this procedure. Uh, get the clothesline, maybe six, eight foot, six foot would be enough, and attach that little string to each of the dog's collar. So when you need to momentarily, quickly um, put them in the crate, uh, you need to, you can just step on it and uh, have control very quickly. Because in the dog training, like in the real life, you're not gonna need the problem in one sec. You're one sec away from the disaster. Mm. So yeah, that's like in the business, baby. So you, so you, 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 you step on these lines. You put the uh, puppies in the crate, and after that, opening the door. If the person enter the house and your puppy is in the crate, you momentarily lunge back to the crate, snap the crate with your hand without raising your hand, without snapping on top, just sideways as you make the sound. Ah, snap it. They shuts up. You say. Girls, good boys. And after allow the person enter the house, and when the person enter the house, give him a bag of the treats. Solid gold company making great product by by name um, Beef Jerky. This is the very tiny tiny bits, and they are great. Have a great taste. Even myself, I would like to eat them. So uh, <laughs> when the person approaching to the crate, he make the noise. That cellophane bag is making noise, and that type of the cookie comes just from the strangers, never from you. You're the bad cop. People coming coming in your home, good cops. So if you do this procedure five six time, Saturday Sunday uh, through, uh, through the day. Your dog is going to be like Pavlov's dog. It's going to be the same effect like ice cream truck for the kids. Hey, they know what is coming now. Again, do two opposite things. Correct decisively for what you don't want them to do. Praise them generously for what you want them to do. And you will be in the way to recover. And make sure after that procedure, when the people is already in your home, uh, let them go. It's just... That it's just to overcome that initial stress of interaction. And eventually, you don't need to put them in the crate. That's how it will go. Now, so many people discipline their animals, but they don't uh, give them accolades when they do something good. And this is, of course, Vlade's the way that you need to do. This is Vlade's method. Don't just discipline them. Give them accolades when they do good. Good dog. Hell, good dog. <clears throat> good the dog trainer. It's a good manager. For me, you're the great manager. Good when, when the yeah, go. When the Vlade does something <laughs> bad or whatever word I'm using on the air, <laughs> yeah, he might tell or shut it down or 
I'll do everything and after that calling me on the phone and just uh, bitching me up. <laughs> Sorry. You make but, me sound, sound horrible. Okay, yes. But, but you know, when I do something good, he always... No, I'm serious. You know, you always tell me that. I mean, sometimes, you know... Um, uh, financially, you know, sometimes, uh, <laughs> sometimes just verbally, you know, but you're always praising me. The same things people comes to everything. Two opposite things at the same time. See, we're afraid to even say no nowadays in, uh, in, even in the business world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody just try to be politically correct. See, when I came in California, my kids, everybody tells me, oh, in California, you need to be so politically correct. You can't say this. You can't, just shut up. I'm going to do, I'm going to say what I feel. I'm, I'm speaking out of my heart. And that is why when the Vladi talks, human and canine listen. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to Vladi right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. In Germany, police say a woman attempting to make manure stink bombs with stockings slipped into a manure tank and fled the scene naked. Two women entered a farm in the northern village of Eberholzen and started filling up stockings with manure. A police spokesman reported one of them slipped into the manure tank right into the cow muck. The other one helped her out. We found their clothes in a field. One seems to have run off completely naked, the other in her underwear. Police said it was unclear what the women had intended to do with the manure bombs, adding the women can get their clothes back from the local police station, unwashed. Now that stinks. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Have you been dreaming of that special career that not only offers you great financial rewards, but is also really fun? You've found it. Pet-sitting is becoming one of the fastest-growing home-based businesses in the country today. NAPS, the National Association of Professional Pet-Sitters, can help you achieve that dream. NAPS will provide you with the education and tools you need just by visiting www.petsitters.org. That's NAPS at www.petsitters.org. Okay, time to check out that website I heard about, www.safeguardfordogs.com. There it is. Hi, I'm Don. The virtual host is a nice touch. It looks like these links and videos cover everything a dog owner might want to know about intestinal worm infections and how to prevent them. Hmm, here's a savings coupon for Safeguard K90 Wormers and even an online reminder service. Better bookmark this one, www.safeguardfordogs.com. Fido Friendly Magazine. Perhaps you can do without it, but for kibble's sake, thinking a dog. At last, a voice for us traveling canines. Until now, few have taken mobile pooches seriously. After all, who appreciates warm shelter and a comfy bed more than a dog? Fido Friendly, the travel magazine for you and your dog. A quarterly guide to Fido Friendly accommodations in the United States and Canada. Because if Fido ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Subscribe at FidoFriendly.com. Your dog will thank you. Hey, you want to keep a secret from your dog? It's the new fish sticks from Canine Caviar. They're good for your dog's teeth, gums, and also his achy joints. And fish sticks from Canine Caviar are 100% natural, completely digestible, and contain no chemical preservatives, additives, or fillers, and they're low in calories. But don't tell your dog that. All they care about is that they taste good. Get your dog fish sticks at caninecaviar.com. That's www.caninecaviar.com. 
Hey, this is Brian Dottillo. I play Lucas Roberts on Days of Our Lives, and you're listening to Animal Radio. And please don't forget to have your pets spayed or neutered. Woo! That's my favorite thing from Bob Barker, by the way. Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. We are, let's see, nine days away, ten days away from the uh, NAPS conference in Long Beach at the Queen Mary, which Bobby has told us is haunted. It's now- haunted, and you guys are going on your own. I'm not going, I'm telling you, I'm not going with you. Well, I've seen a ghost. I'm, I'm done. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, well, I'm going because I want to learn a little bit about the uh, pet city oh, business. You're a non-believer. Hey, you know, this radio thing might not work out. I don't know if you've looked around recently, <laughs> but uh, I would be looking for a secondary job. Everybody's going to have pets. Pets are going to go on for a long That's time. Right. Pet spending, uh, while the shelters are picking up with more uh, animals due to the whole foreclosure thing, pet spending still is on the increase right now. And it is one surprisingly. Yes, isn't that amazing? We love our pets and we spend We do. Of course it doesn't surprise me that much because I look at myself and I eat macaroni and cheese, but my cats they eat the top of the line premier food. Yes, uh, they do. Whatever it may be wherever it is. I, I actually look at the price. That's how I buy my my food. I just look at the price. Your food? Yeah, okay. <laughs> My cat's You're food. such a good guy, Hal. Listen, uh, Bobby Hill right there reporting mm-hmm. the news here. Uh, we've got... It's my job. Yes, yeah, that's what, and you do it so well. You're the uh, you're like the gossip. Well, not, I don't want to say the gossip, but you always know what's going on around Animal Radio and pretty much the world. You're the uh, I've got the poop straight, man, or the straight poop. You're clued in, of course, Doctor Debbie, answering your medical questions at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, uh, on the way. Joy Turner, animal communicator extraordinaire, reach into the other side sometimes. For me, it's a stretch. But, hey, it makes the phones ring every time. If you want to talk mm-hmm. to your pet, and give us a call right now. Uh, let's see. Vinny Penn on the way. His new book out, by the way. I think he'll be talking about it. I told him he could push it. <laughs> he can push the book as long as we could cut his salary in half. Hey, hard economic times all around. I'm telling you that right now. What do you got coming up, Bobby? Well, we're going to talk about a very successful and highly unusual operation that Boston area veterinarians did. They reattached Edgar the Cat's face. Ooh. I'll have details coming up in the news. I'm glued to my radio. one 405 8405 We have Jeanette on the phone. Hi, Jeanette. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Where are you? Louisiana. Louisiana. You are on with Dr. Debbie. Well, hi, Dr. Debbie. Hi there. How are you doing today? Great. Well, fabulous. I have lots of... Excellent veterinarians from Louisiana that work for my office, so uh, a little shout-out for their sake. <laughs> well, good. What can uh, I do I for you today? Uh, well, we have a toy poodle, and she just turned a year old. And um, I don't know if it's separation anxiety or what, but my husband and I both work, although she's only left for a few hours a day in her kennel. But when we okay. get home, she just absolutely goes crazy. It's like she's having a seizure. She's all over the place and won't settle down. It takes us a while to calm her down. I was wondering if that's normal. Well, I mean, it can be. Now, does she always stay crated when you're not around? Yes. Okay. Is that she's always been crated? Okay. And does she create any kind of disturbances or problems if she's uncrated, or is that just always how she's been trained? Uh, that's always how we've had her. She's always been kenneled, and when she's out of the kennel and we're home, um, 
the only thing she does that we're having a problem with is she still likes to play bite and jump on us. Oh, Other okay. than that, just, she follows commands and does everything else just perfect. Okay. And when she's getting so excited, um, does she have any problems where she, you know, nibbles you at that time or she has any potty accidents, anything of those natures? No, uh uh-uh. She well, just she gets does. so excited. She's on her hands while we're holding her. <laughs> well, you know, you have a good question there because whether or not there's a problem with that kind of translate into if her behavior is a problem. Um, so for dogs that have separation anxiety, um, sometimes when we have a really excited greeting for when we return home, we can make those problems worse. Um, and it's a little hard to know if she's exhibiting separation anxiety because, you know, she's created during the day, so you may not get those signs of the typical separation anxiety, such as uh, urinating or pooping in the house, uh-uh. destructive behaviors. If it's mostly that she kind of gets so excited, she turns into like a wet noodle and just kind of falls to <laughs> falls yeah, to your she feet. Just, uh, just wiggles and uh, just gets so excited, it's hard to hold her. My yeah. husband and, and I, he said, she's having a seizure. And I said, no, she's not. She's just excited. <laughs> and, you know, I can't say that that's a problem in itself. But if that behavior kind of rolls into a problem behavior, such as excite a dog that has what we call excitement urinating um, or um, a pet that has separation anxiety, when we really make these greetings and the reuniting of pet owner with pet, when we make those really exciting, we can contribute to those problems. So mm-hmm. if we're worried about the level of the greeting, you know, it, it's something that I would say, you know, you can always make those efforts to uh, decrease or dampen down that greeting. So you let her out, you let her out have that greeting outside, and, and you may find that it is less uh, amplified if you mm-hmm. do that outside while she's going out to do the, bo- the bathroom, or you give that a few minutes to just kind of let her do her own thing without maybe paying so much attention to her at, at the very moment you enter the home. Right, because when I, uh, when I let her out, I'll just make her sit there and I'll try to pet her, you know, so she doesn't get excited right off the bat. And that Mm -hmm. seems to work for me, but she just gets really excited when my husband comes home because he's gone so long. Oh, sure. Well, what happens when your husband uh, comes home? Does your husband walk over to the dog and and, and hug it and greet it? He's usually not in the crate when he comes home. Mm. She runs up and grabs his pants and tries to jump on him and bite him and... Now, Judy, I noticed when you when you come home with your dog, you actually ignore your dog for, what, the first 15 yep. minutes? For the first 10, 15 minutes, I totally ignore it. I will not make eye contact. I will not speak to her. I will just walk around and just let her calm down before I even acknowledge her. I guess otherwise you're feeding back into that behavior if you... If you... Exactly. And that's one thing that, you know, for your husband, he is actually feeding that behavior because he's allowing her to jump on her his leg and getting all excited. So whereas if he did what you did and made her sit and practice a calm behavior before she got attention, that would help to kind of change that cycle of excitement. But it's better to just leave her in a kennel for maybe five minutes or so after we come in or just go ahead and let her out but just not play or let her get all hyper. I'd probably let her out, but I would uh, just not really make that eye contact, just like Judy said. Mm-hmm. Not make that eye contact. Let her do her bathroom needs, get that out of the way, and then just kind of ignore her, walk around the house a little bit for a first few minutes. And, you know, if she starts to do attention-seeking behavior, jumping on you, barking, we don't want to give in to that. We don't want to even, and sometimes when you reprimand, you say, no, um, you're actually feeding that. So you, you actually do want to keep 
um, almost ignore some of that behavior until she behaves good. Then you reward her and you give her the love, the treat, um, and, and keep working on those good, calm behaviors like the sit, the stay, or give paw even. Yeah, you know, so any of those little... Yeah, all of that stuff is good. So I think you got the right idea there, Jeanette, and you know, might just take a little work on the husband there to get him on board. <laughs> yeah, because he'll come in and he'll say, no, no, Sophie, get out, get out, and she just gets more excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and it kind of helps if you have a little light leash on, because then you can kind of say, okay, let's sit down, and you just kind of keep her from jumping around like a little jumping bean. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you might have to give them a little help in that effort just to kind of get going down the right path there. But give that a try. I hope that works for you. This is Dr. Debbie. If you have a question for me, give me a call at Animal Radio. It's like a Dr. White day, isn't it? I was just about to say that. <laughs> You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by AFS, real food for real pets. Visit AFS online at AnimalFood.com. Good day, animal lovers. Vinny Penn, your party animal coming at you on Animal Radio. Got an interesting question I'd like to ask you folks out there. And of course, feel free, hit me up at Vinny at AnimalRadio.com. And it is Vinny, I-E at the end, much as my father hated that. He always thought I should go V-I-N-N-Y. But another story, perhaps for another time. Uh, my question is this. Why is it whenever I park my car in a convenience store parking lot and I'm getting out and cutting between two other cars on my way to walk into the store, the rabid, aggressive, hostile beast that someone has left in their vehicle, usually a pickup truck, it is ninja quiet until I'm in between the two cars and then lunges through the halfway rolled down window of the truck just at the time that I'm passing through the cars. Can anyone answer that? It's like these dogs are left in the front seat of the vehicle and and almost trained to, now you don't make a sound, don't let anybody know you're in there until they're creeping in between our car and the car next to us and then scare the bejesus out of them. Because you know the guys who own these dogs say things like, bejesus. The other day I was on my way into the convenience store, just wanted to grab a soda, which I didn't even wind up doing because the, the Mountain Dew would have, finished me off the heart attack I had in the parking lot. It would have been the final blow. I'm st- walking in between a car and a truck. This, uh, this, this, this German shepherd pit bull Rottweiler hybrid. Yes, I believe they exist. And I'm going to call it a Germit Ryler. Germit Weiler. I'm going to call it a Germit Weiler comes lunging through the halfway rolled down window just at the mo- I mean, not three minutes before, the three seconds before, not three feet before, just as I'm in between. And there's just enough window down so that when he's barking wildly, his saliva splatters me on the side of my face and I have to scream, which I've been told I scream kind of like a girl in the parking lot of the convenience store. The owner, of course, thinks this is hilarious, but if I was with my five-year-old, that would have been it. The dogs would have been off limits for the rest of her life. So please, somebody out there tell me, are, are dog owners training their dogs to sit like ninjas on the front seat of their vehicle with the window rolled halfway down, trained to wait 
just until that person cuts in between their vehicle and the one next to it. Just for laughs. Is it? I got it. It's a hidden camera show. It's when dogs scare the crap out of you in parking lots. And hey, Vinnie Penn's on the, the debut episode. Vinnie Penn, party animal, animal radio. Those wacky guys from Animal Radio are on the road again. We're broadcasting live from the Queen Mary in Long Beach, California. It's the National Association of Professional Pet Sitters Conference, January 16th, 17th, and 18th. And I'm thinking you should be there. Learn the ins and outs of working with animals and make a great income doing it. If you can't be there live with us, listen in as it happens here on Animal Radio and learn more at PetSitters.org. Hey, this is Caesar Milan. When I'm not doing the dog whisper, I'm listening to Animal Radio. Stay balanced. We join Animal Radio already in progress. We're big with inmates. They actually called. They, they asked to be put on hold so they can hear Animal Radio Some, in the background, right? Oh, there you go. It works. Apparently, we're very popular with the women's prison that's located in San Diego. The ladies like to call. Mm-hmm. Do they have internet in the joint now? I don't know. Did Never sir- having been an inmate, Hal, yeah. I don't know. Oh, 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 I'm well, sorry. Thanks for asking me. Mr. Goody Goody Two Shoes there. <laughs> this is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Simple Solution. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Police in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, have cited the owner of a 12-year-old border collie with neglect after she left the chubby dog outside overnight in frigid temperatures. Alice Bigler faces charges of violating an ordinance against animal neglect after leaving Jiffy outdoors about two weeks ago. Jiffy froze to the sidewalk he was sitting on, but was protected by his massive layers of fat that acted as an insulator. I spoke with Pam at the Sheboygan County Humane Society, who reported Jiffy is doing better. Thank you very much. He's not only getting around on his own, he's dropped five pounds. Oh, good. Pam said she, yeah. Pam said she talked with a vet who's been caring for Jiffy for several years, and that vet said that he had told Jiffy's owner to lose some weight. The dog, not the owner. Bigler, mm. by the way, the owner, could not be reached for comment. Mm. Animal psychologists at the University of Vienna found dogs who didn't get equal rewards actually salt. <laughs> the study looked into canine emotions that showed that dogs do have more complex feelings and emotions than normally attributed to them. In experiments, dogs positioned side by side and given less or no reward for an equal task showed signs of stress and stopped performing that task altogether. The research showed dogs do indeed show envy or jealousy by sulking or refusing to shake paws. There you go. And veterinarians at Boston's Angel Animal Medical Center successfully completed a highly unusual surgery in December. They reattached Edgar the cat's face. Hmm. Seems that the four-year-old feline was staying warm in her owner's engine compartment. When the owner started the car, the fan belt slashed off Edgar's face. She disappeared for a couple of days before resurfacing with part of her face dangling off. Mm. Vets were able to reattach it. They say Edgar should be fine after her face was sewn back on using 35 stitches. Wow, we have pictures and, up at AnimalRadio.com, by the way. And she looks really good. She, she really, really does. Looks, I mean, it, 
yeah, it, she's going to be just just fine. And, and I got to say, this time of year, when you go out in the mornings, knock on your hood of your car, make a lot of noise because it's Open warm in it. there. Yes. Yeah. yeah, they hang out in there. Isn't this like the second uh, engine uh, story that you had in the in today? Even really, it's, the other one was <laughs> involved nuts, which nuts. both of them thankfully <laughs> turned out well. <laughs> I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution, with a tip for pet messes. For liquid spills or urine stains, blot up the excess by starting on the outside of the stain, then move toward the center of the affected area. This will prevent the stain from spreading. That idea. It's Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405. Can you pass that? Thank you. Bobby, I think you've drinking more your more of your share of uh, eggnog. Not drinking, than, drunken, drunken, <laughs> drunken more. Ah, uh, you can tell the holidays are right here, and of course, <laughs> a lot of days, uh, this is. Uh, what, what do you think the Christmas holiday here in America? What do you think about? You that? know, we we I love it, and we're celebrating it as well. But of course, with the nice addition of the Russian vodka. Oh, of course, it's vodka for you. Good. We sound like a lot of lunches, of yeah, course. Yeah, we do. There, Judy, you, you're like a teetotaler. You don't touch anything, do you? That's not when I'm on air. No, of course not. And, of course, we don't You'll either. See. We are right, family. okay. That's our story today. I got it. That's, and we're sticking to yes. it. I believe we have Brenda on the phone. Hi, Brenda. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Very good. Now, the law doesn't prohibit you from drinking right now. So you can drink. We sound uh, better if you do. Absolutely. My eggnog comes at one fifty-one, and so does the dog's full of water. Good girl. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> so what can we do for you today? I have um, two Sharpays, and I was wondering, I have two questions. Um, are They're not part of a bully breed, are they? Because I had a bully breed, and we had to put them down because I couldn't get it under control enough. I've spent a lot of time and money. And so I adopted two Sharpay puppies. They're five months, and I just had them fixed yesterday. Ooh. I got I to stop the humping, and I maybe that's from the eggnog. I don't know. There, you got to stop the humping. You mean you, they've been fixed and they're still doing it? Yeah, they're like humping the other dogs that we have, and I got to get them to stop doing that. And uh, I hope they're not going to grow up to be bully breeds. I, what do you think, Vlade? Okay, are they bully breeds? Are they? Yes, uh, honestly, you know, and, and everybody knows me for honesty. I say the truth as it is. In um, in generally, Sharpays can be the bully breeds, and uh, Sharpays, Chow Chow, Akita. So you you gotta watch them. Um, but I saw a, a lot of nice Sharpays as well. So what I would do if I were you, I would definitely start to train them because dog training is really uh, proactively proactively addressing all future um, current problems and future problems quickly. And uh, do you have anything right now which you would tell me, Vladi? This is what my, if I could. If I could give you one suggestion for one your your headache, what would be most pain right now? Ah, uh, what's your biggest headache? They're bolting out the front door. With what? Oh, they uh, bolt out the front door. They take off out the front door. Okay, it's a yep. so simple, my friend. Just you know, just stop by the um, Ace Hardware store and any hardware store. Get the uh, clothesline. Attach the end of the clothesline, maybe twenty feet. To the dog's collar, the another end attached to the heavy object in your home. Open the door and say, "Bye, Jenny. We'll see you tomorrow. Make my day." And when they take off, tell them, "Max or Heidi, come 
and probably Pamela, they, Gabriel and uh, Gabriel, whatever, and they will tell you, ah, ah, mommy, we gotta, we gotta <laughs> take care of the business, and they're gonna be corrected themselves, and you will nicely greeting them back without anger, and just you know this procedure a couple of times, and uh, yeah, they're th attached to this cord thing, right? Yes, yes, uh, yeah, and it's so simple because dogs are very smart creatures. They don't do for long, which doesn't work for them. They learn by the consequences of their behavior. It is That's the human. My kids were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, the humans, humans and kids can learn differently. We, kids can learn by the consequences of somebody's behavior, or we can we can explain them something. Things nothing you can explain your pets. Let them run. Uh, open the door. Make sure no cars. Nothing. They take off. You tell them calm before their line tights up, and uh, they're gonna be corrected themselves. Call them back. Give them piece of their cookie or American uh, cheese or Russian kalbasa, whatever comes first. And praise them and do it a couple of times and you're done with that. Does the same thing apply to the husband? Ah, can you do that with your husband? Oh. <laughs> with uh, dog training, it's like dating the boys. Girls, listen to me attentively. You know, you trust and check. Okay, dogs as their men, you know, they um, they like to um, they like to chase, but hate to be chased. Okay, <laughs> and if you give them a lot of attention, you will, you will get nothing in return. So the less attention, the more dear. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> trust and check. What about the humping? And uh, now I'm talking about the dogs. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say. Thank not, you for clarifying husband, that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> With the humping, you can do two simple things. Number one, you can use, uh, like we say in Michigan, pop can. And in California, you soda. guys say soda can. We, we put a, a couple of pennies in, and we're not going to shake. So don't tell me, Brenda, you know how to use it, because you don't. So <laughs> at the time yeah. when your dog humping, you momentarily, suddenly... Toss it on the floor next to your dog as you make the sound ah and move forward and freeze. As a matter of fact, by using slightly different techniques but with same sound, with same movements, we fixed a ladybug, which is the Judy Chihuahua, <laughs> a couple of minutes ago. Just move forward, make that noise, drop the scan, and your sharpies look at you and say, oh, Mommy, we did, not, we, we did not know we're not supposed to hump anyone. From that time, you say to them, Good boys or good girls, whoever they are, uh, they're neuter anyway. So, and that's how it goes. Another solution would be compressed air device, uh, pet convincer. We are just introduced to the market. Um, so, uh, just visit my website, which is uh, 911RussianDogWizard.com. And since it changes every week, just link to AnimalRadio.com. We link to his current website, uh, whatever it is. And uh, so this can thing with a few beans. Can I? Can you know where I'm going with this one? Oh. Uh, Yes. <laughs> Does it work on the husband? Try it, too? but he'll probably get mad at you. Yes. Yeah, I wouldn't do that with the husband. Brenda, thank you so much for calling today. No, thank you. Thank you so much. 1 866 405 8405. Yes, we have your passes to Marley and Me, starring Owen Wilson, Jennifer Aniston, and Eric Dane. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at animalradio.com. Log on, learn more. Hi, this is Jenna Fisher on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your animals. Human medications are a no-no for cats. Hi, I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting. Human medications are the most common source of animal poisoning, as reported by the poison control centers. The most common source of these medications for cats is those that are left out on the countertop or table or those that are accidentally dropped on the floor. However, many times owners think if a medication is safe for children, that it's probably safe for their cat. This is far from true. 
And in fact, many of these medications can cause death in cats. Why do various human medications, something as simple as aspirin, cause death in cats? The primary reason is that cats do not have the enzymes necessary to metabolize these drugs. Even small amounts can be very toxic. Most notably are the topical flea and tick products labeled dogs only. A single application of these on a cat may mean sudden or an agonizing death for a cat. Tylenol, which is acetaminophen, is one of the deadliest and most common drugs we see that cause fatality in cats. Second on the list of most frequent toxins in cats is aspirin. Aspirin can be very toxic to cats, especially if given repeatedly. It causes severe damage to the kidneys and can result in death. Other problem medications range from hemorrhoid medications to vitamins, diet pills, decongestants, and several of the cold medications. Signs to watch for in case of poisoning would include anything from vomiting and lethargy to seizures, shortness of breath, and death. Should you notice any of these signs and even suspect your cat might have eaten something toxic, call your veterinarian and take your cat to the hospital immediately. I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for Animal Radio. Ever dream of a home free from pet stains and odors? Haven't we all? Now defending your dream is easier with Simple Solutions Stain and Odor Remover. The new and improved Rapid Response Formula works faster and better at complete and permanent stain removal. This new bacterial and enzyme formula is more powerful and more effective for those tough pet stains like urine, feces, and vomit. Your dream is our reality. Simple Solution products are available at pet specialty stores nationwide. Hi, I'm Vlad. Let me introduce to you the new concept to the real pet food, AFS. AFS is a true miracle meal. All natural ingredients, 100% complete and balanced. No artificial flavors, no coloring, no fillers, no gluten, and absolutely no preservatives. Discover what the magic of the real meat can do for your pet's health. Visit AnimalFood.com. Animal Radio is being brought to you by the American Red Cross, providing you with information and training to protect the dogs and cats you love. For more information, visit redcross.org or petcentric.com, a proud supporter of the American Red Cross. Listen to the news. Two dogs rescued from a locked car. Emergencies can happen anywhere, anytime. They can even affect your pets. In other news, a local policeman saved a cat today. Being prepared and knowing what to do can be the difference between life or death for you and your pets. The same Red Cross you know and trust is the leader in pet first aid preparation and education. Look for dog or cat first aid guidebooks with DVDs online at redcrossstore.org or contact your local Red Cross chapter for more information. The Red Cross is helping protect our pets. Remember, the advice you hear on today's show is for entertainment purposes only. Please be sure to consult your own vet regarding your pet. Those wacky guys from Animal Radio are on the road again. We're broadcasting live from the Queen Mary in Long Beach, California. It's the National Association of Professional Pet Sitters Conference, January 16th, 17th, and 18th. And I'm thinking you should be there. Learn the ins and outs of working with animals and make a great income doing it. If you can't be there live with us, listen in as it happens here on Animal Radio and learn more at PetSitters.org. Hi, this is Eric Dane on Animal Radio, reminding you to spay and neuter your pets. 
It's Animal Radio. You lucky dog. We're celebrating our connection with our pets as we do every weekend. New Year's around the corner, and as we round out the year, we wanted to share some of our outtakes with you. Yeah, could you believe we screw up? Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. It's a young and the restless weekend. We've had and are having three of the... Die. 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 Wonderful pet protector. Okay, we'll do this one again. Okay, so let's go ahead and give away one of the pet protector systems. It's the only pet idea that can... I'm going to do this again. Okay, so let's go ahead and give away one of these pet protector systems. It's it's really the only pet ID that you that can help you. Okay, I'm I'm really gonna do this. Can we do a quick sweep? Um, yeah, hold on one second. I'm just gonna pull over so you don't hear the buzzing in the thing. Are, have sorry. you been driving? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got it. Okay. Hi, this is Wendy Malik on the Animal Network, and don't forget to spay and neuter. Animal Radio. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Wendy Malik on Animal Radio. And do not forget, stay and neuter. Hi, this is Richard Karn from Home Improvement and Air Buddies, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Now remember. <laughs> spay and neuter. Uh, yeah, okay. Now remember to spray and neuter your dogs. Hi, this is Michelle Stafford from The Young and the Restless. On radio, uh, well, I'm sorry, radio animal. Animal radio. And, oh my god! Unless you're dyslex- dyslexic. <laughs> animal radio, spay and neuter and neuter your pets. That's hard for me to say. Okay, so I'll do it one more time. Ah. Hi, who's this? This is Logan. Hey, Logan, how you doing? Pretty good. Can you turn your radio down just a tad? I'm in an airport. Oh, you are? <laughs> yes. Where can't you turn it down? <laughs> I can't turn it down. You had a guess at the most common surgically removed item from dogs, right? My guess was a condom. Would you believe? First of all, i got to ask you, is this a, an experience, a personal experience for you? This is a very personal experience. Oh, yeah. This is Glenn Close on Animal Radio. And remember how very, very important it is to spay or new to your pet if if you don't intend it to, to for breeding, uh, it would take a lot of uh, unwanted animals out of our... No, no that's terrible. Well, okay, start again. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. This is Glenn Close on Animal Planet. It's Animal Radio. What? Animal Radio. Okay, sorry. This is Glenn Close on Animal Radio, urging you to spay or neuter your pet. This is Jane Lynch on Animal Radio. Please spay and neuter your animal. Spay or neuter. Let me say that again. You don't want to do both. Spay or neuter. Let me say it again. Can I do that? You can do whatever you want. Oh, God bless. I'm going to try it one more time. Hi, this is Jane Lynch on Animal Radio. Please spay or neuter your animal. I love it. You do so good early in the morning. I'm so caffeinated right now, can I tell you? I'm barely holding it together. Hi, this is Rue McClanahan on Animal Radio. Spay and neuter your pet. Looking back at 08, one of our favorite stories. In early March, we had Jim Saltner on the phone with us. He has a really unusual pet. No cats, no dogs for him. He has a buffalo. Let's go back, back, back. And we have guardian Jim Saltner on the phone. Who? It's a bison lives with you. <laughs> what are you, crazy? There's a buffalo in your house, Jim. <laughs> 
Well, that's not uncommon, no. Uh, I mean, not in our household, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> i got to ask how this happened, that suddenly you have... How much does it weigh? Oh, he weighs a little bit over uh, 1,800 pounds at the moment. An 1,800-pound oh buffalo. What's his name? His name is Bailey the Buffalo. Well, what is he doing in your house? How did he get there? He's doing pretty well anything he wants to. Uh, yeah, I, I would say so. <laughs> it's kind of tough to persuade. You ought to see him when he gets a channel changer. Now, can you imagine trying to get a channel changer away from an 1,800-pound buffalo when he's watching TV? Well, you know, I just let him watch anything he wants. <laughs> yes, uh, we do. I understand this happened over something with the German shepherd that uh, lives outside and now is inside. Well, I, I'm so confused. <laughs> that goes back to uh, my wife has a German Shepherd female dog here. She's uh, pretty much attached to my wife. So one day I mentioned I was uh, maybe wanting to have one a German Shepherd of my own. Uh-huh. And she said, well, it's going to upset the, the little girl, so the female dog. So, mm-hmm. well, okay, fine, I'll grant you your wish. And uh, now that I've granted your wish, I guess you owe me one, and this is mine. To, to have this, okay. Uh, well, sir, where, do, where does Bailey sleep? Generally, he sleeps out in the yard under the front tree uh, where he can look in the picture window. Oh, okay, okay. How big is Bailey? When he came, he first came in the house, how big was he? I mean, I understand 1,800 pounds, but to get the idea, I mean, wasn't there China knocked over? Weren't you a little bit worried about the, the house being wrecked? You know, buffalo are so, such a hard animal to uh, train and work with. They're very agile and very fast, uh, even though they don't look that way but mm-hmm. they're very hard to train and when he was about nine months old he was probably three forty inches at the shoulder mm-hmm. i put a rope on him and uh brought him in the house and at that time i was scared he was going to jump out the picture window yeah now he's six feet tall and 1800 pounds and i'm still scared he's gonna <laughs> jump out the window. So, so it's been amazing now does he have meals with you Yes, we do. Um, occasionally when we're, you know, especially when we got company, he'll come in and we got a black uh, rubber oats pail that we set on the table for him. <laughs> and he eats the oats and I eat my Cheerios. And <laughs> when he's done his oats, he wants to stick his nose in my Cheerios, even though he doesn't like them. Uh-huh. Just like any family member, right? He's just like one of the kids, yeah. But he's quite the celebrity, isn't he? Yes, he is. He's... Uh, He's, uh, in the last couple of years here, he hit the media. Uh, for example, Reuters News Agency put him on the wire around the world, and we have a stack three feet high of newspapers from <laughs> Borneo, Malaysia, all the different countries in the world. I bet. And uh, he's been on the, on TV down in the States uh, a fair amount. We've done some Steven Spielberg stuff and, oh, Walt Disney, I guess. And he's been neutered, I understand. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> when he was a year and a half old, we decided that uh, because he, <clears throat> I had gotten him to be uh, of a pretty good nature, that we would probably take him into schools and do educational sessions in the schools with him. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So consequently, I didn't want him to get any hormones kicking in while he's in the classroom. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, the last thing you want is an unneutered or unspayed, uh, well, I guess it would be only neutered, unneutered yeah. bison or buffalo uh, really inside your house or any building what, whatsoever. Uh, yes. Yeah, and he's been in some three-star hotels, too, huh? Oh, yes. we. Uh, he has his birthday party every year in a five-star hotel here. 
got the dorm and the chauffeurs and you know the whole whole thing and his last birthday party we had there uh, we took him in and had five tv cameras there and we checked in at the desk and then we took him up the elevator to the third floor and we had something like uh over 400 people at his birthday party did he have to go in the freight elevator Yes, I'm afraid we had to. It's a little too long to fit in. <laughs> and he doesn't mind riding in an elevator? No. This this guy's one cool dude. He's the only buffalo in the world that's got that attitude. Yeah, he sounds very laid back. Wow. Um, yeah. Well, tell us about Christmas. Christmas dinner, I guess? Yeah, he does come in uh, every Christmas when we have Christmas dinner, and I give him the stuffed uh, buffalo for Christmas every year. Fortunately, I can give him the same one year after year, and he doesn't remember. <laughs> I'm trying to train my wife. <laughs> You're re-gifting? Okay, uh, when when he sits down for dinner, it's mashed potatoes, maybe some vegetables. What else? No, he he won't participate in the, in human food. Oh, okay. There's only two uh, two foods he actually, three foods that he actually likes. It's grass. Grass, okay. Yellow flowers mm-hmm. and oats. And oats. Well, that's a good diet that should keep you regular and healthy. <laughs> is, is what I'm enough, thinking. Enough fiber to keep things going. Does it? Does he? Uh, speaking of being regular, does he? Is he house trained? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like to tell people he's house trained, and my wife gets upset when I tell him that. Yeah, I got him trained. He poops in the carpet in the same spot every time. And <laughs> my wife doesn't think that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking to Jim Sautner, who has a uh, buffalo living inside his house. Bailey the buffalo, an 1,800-pound buffalo, uh, which we we encourage that kind of... I'm not going to say try this at home. No, actually, that is... Uh, they are a very dangerous animal. We like to warn people at, uh, not to take them as, as pets. It takes very... Uh, dedicated training program to get them to this point, and they're still even dangerous. If you got to remember that the only way they got to talk is with their horns. Yeah, yeah, so Hello. if you disagree in any way... If they disagree, you probably got a hole in your shirt. Yeah, I'm thinking. So, Jim, we appreciate you spending time with us today on Animal Radio. You have a website where we can learn more and actually see pictures of Bailey, I believe. There's a standoff over the remote control on the front page. What What is that website? Yes, the website for Bailey is www. Uh, Bailey the Very good. And every, remember everything you've heard today on Animal Radio. Uh, whether you believe it or not, <laughs> more information at animalradio.com. Jim, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for calling, folks. This is Animal Radio Network.